My name is Colette Richenberger. Judy Carroll and I have written an historical narrative for children called Cameos of Courage that was published in January of this year. The book features four separate stories showing a slice of life of four girls' lives. The unifying character trait in all of the stories is courage. Our second story is Elizabeth, the brave Osage Indian, and it was authored by Judy. Elizabeth is a 10-year-old girl who leaves her family's village to attend the school that was established by the Black Robes in Osage Mission, now St. Paul, Kansas. She later endures the heartache of leaving her home for a new life in the Indian Territory in Oklahoma. With this background in place, Judy will share some of Elizabeth's story. Whoa, steady boy. My father said as his horse stamped the ground and reared high on its hind legs. The horse whinnied again and again, each time louder, and I feared father would fall as the horse bucked. Father, what is it? What's wrong? I asked. Before father could answer, I saw a large black snake on the path. Buttercup, my horse, saw the snake too. She pranced back and forth, raised her front legs high into the air, and stamped the ground as she came down. Quiet, girl, you are safe, I said and held my head near her ear. My body lay close on her neck. I held her mane in one hand and stroked her shoulder gently with my other hand until she stood still. Father's horse stood still, and Father dismounted, knelt, and examined his horse's leg. Are you hurt? Father asked and looked up at me. I'm all right, I answered. Your horse, is he hurt? The snake bit his leg. I will walk him back to our village and treat the bite. The snake was not poisonous. My daughter, you can ride to the mission school by yourself. Do you remember the way, father asked? Yes, I answered. My daughter is brave as well as beautiful, father said and smiled. Remember to cross the river at the bent tree. The black robes, priests, are waiting for you and expecting you, father said. I will, father, I said with the confidence I did not feel. What if I missed the bent tree and couldn't cross the river? What if the water was too high? Another snake might spook Buttercup. Yet, father believed I could travel to school alone, and I did not want to disappoint him. I wanted to be brave. I waved goodbye to father and turned Buttercup toward the mission. The mulberry tree, with its top branches bent and tied to the bottom of its trunk, stood apart from the other trees and bushes along the river's edge. The water level of the river looked low, but the bank leading down to the water was steep. Buttercup backed away, unsure of her footing. Slow, girl, just take it slow, I said and again stroked her neck. She slowly stepped down the bank toward the water and hesitated before entering the river. The water swirled around us, but never became deep enough to wet my moccasins. Buttercup scrambled up the river bank. Buttercup and I traveled only a short distance farther before I saw my friend Anna running toward me. Elizabeth, how glad I am to see you. I've missed you. There are new students in school. Anna talked fast, and I struggled to understand her broken English words. Was the hunt good? How many buffalo did your father kill? 
Anna continued. Oh, Anna, so many questions. I've missed you. Yes, the hunt was good. My father killed three buffalo, I answered. Where is your father? Are you by yourself? How did you cross the river? Anna asked. I crossed the river alone on my horse because father's horse was bitten by a snake and he returned to our village, I answered. With a confidence I had not felt before, I crossed the river. Next time, Judy will tell you more about Elizabeth's life at school.